Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Monday, November 15th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, BTC is $65,901.80, up 1.84%. Ethereum number two, $4,709.85, up 1.53%. Binance coin number three, $654.46, up 1.46%. Tether at number four, $1. Number five, Solana, $243.72, up 3.03%. Cardano number six, two dollars and six cents, up one point zero five percent. Number seven, XRP, one dollar twenty one cents, up two point two three percent. Polkadot at number eight, forty six dollars ninety two cents, up point six zero percent. Dogecoin number nine, twenty six cents, up one point two one percent. And last but not least, number ten, USD coin, one dollar. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So today, what we got is greed at 74. Yesterday was extreme greed at 77. Last week was greed at 73. And last month was greed at 70. Let's take a look at our five articles for today. Article number one is... Bitcoin, how a possible market reset could pan out. Article 2, Litecoin is accepted anywhere with Visa payment services. Article number 3, exclusive clubs called DAOs are popping up online, what it's all about. Article 4, Taproot, Bitcoin's latest upgrade is now live. And last but not least, why you absolutely must invest in the metaverse. All right. Uh, before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to all my subscribers and supporters. I've been looking at the analytics and I've seen a lot of people listening into the podcast on Apple Podcasts. But if you have friends and family that have Android systems, they could listen to me on Spotify or Google Podcasts as well. Uh, if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. So let's get into it. Article number one is... Bitcoin, how a possible market reset could pan out. After hitting an all-time high of 69K on 10th of November, Bitcoin has been seeing a lot of consolidation, moving within the 61.5K to 65.7K range. However, price consolidations after an all-time high aren't something the market naturally worries about. Even so, in the case of BTC, there seems to be considerable pessimism. Nonetheless, the Bitcoin network finally activated the much-anticipated Taproot update. It was one of its most significant updates since 2017, so hopes of a higher all-time high have been really reignited. Ergo, with the upgrade now live, is the perfect situation to gauge the market structure and analyze where the top coin's price could go from here. A market structure resembling 2020? Well, Bitcoin sensitivity to the market's FUDs didn't slow down as the market's uh, assets market cap grew over the last couple of months. That coupled with futures market metrics aligning could be the starting point for futures market leading the spot price movement, as highlighted by a previous article. Notably, the futures market sentiment presented a soft reset in the funding rate. This because recent price volatility between the 60 to 69K range resulted in a drop in the funding rate. Along with that, the momentum of the open interest and relative strength index 30 days has also dropped. Interestingly, 
these metrics aligning somewhat resembled BTC's market structure from December 2020. Here, it's worth noting that in November 2020, towards the end of the month, BTC, after making an all-time high, saw some consolidation and rallied into December, making new all-time highs. Thus, slow price action post an all-time high isn't something BTC is seeing for the first time. Metrics still supporting uptrend. So while there seems to be the possibility this, in fact, a market reset that could resemble December 2020 and lead BTC over 50% gains, there are still some indicators that need to align. For instance, the monthly realized cap oscillator, which presents the rate of realizing a profit on a 30D base, is not similar to April 2021. When it was greater than 10%, the positive peaks seemed to highlight significant profit realization of older coins in huge volumes. However, core on-chain metrics like the number of addresses with non-zero balances and the number of new addresses continue to hold higher levels, even though the number of new addresses and active addresses are still below all-time high levels seen in May. Nonetheless, with the Bitcoin network welcoming the Taproot soft fork upgrade, the same could play a role in the market reset. Further, with Lightning Network metrics like network capacity and the number of nodes glimmering, BTC's network looks strong. So there you guys have it, Bitcoin, how a possible market reset could pan out. Comment down below and let me know what you think. Let's take a look at Article 2. Litecoin is accepted anywhere with Visa payment services. So three points in this article. Number one, Litecoin tweets that LTC is accepted anywhere Visa is. Two, users are confused whether this means that Litecoin Visa card will be available worldwide or not. And three, LTC is trying to get back to its previous all-time high with wider adoptions. So Litecoin, the open source altcoin, continues its significant partnership with Visa. The altcoin will now be accepted anywhere Visa is. It means that users can now use Litecoin to pay for any services or products that accept Visa card payments. This includes retailers, online shopping, restaurants, digital services, and so much more. The official Visa debit card issued by Litecoin will convert the cryptocurrency into US dollars in real time. There will be no additional transaction fees or deposit fees for using this Visa debit card, only a flat monthly fee of $5. However, this monthly fee will also be waived if users spend more than $750 every month. Users can also connect this card with the LTC wallet app. Although Litecoin tweeted this announcement today, this Visa card has been available for almost a year now for US residents. Users are asking the altcoin to clarify the term anywhere on social media. The LTC Visa card is still only available in the US. However, saying the token is available anywhere does indicate a worldwide adoption. So there's still a lot of speculation to confirm for this rising altcoin. Litecoin and AMUSC Theater's partnership. For months, LTC has been flying under the radar in the crypto market as other altcoins like Shiba Inu, Solana, and Dogecoin have been taking the spotlight. However, it seems like the Bitcoin blockchain-based crypto is trying to make a comeback to the end of the year with a boom. Just two days ago, Litecoin announced that AMC theaters will be accepting LTC as payments. LTC holders can now pay with the token to watch their favorite movies. Earlier this month, the Commonwealth Bank of Australia announced that users will be able to buy, sell, and hold LTC with its official bank app, along with Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and Ethereum. 
So Litecoin is making a lot of progression in the final quarter of the year. The altcoin is up by over 34% in the last seven days, but it has a lot of catching up to do to reach its previous all-time high of $410.26, recorded back in May. LTC is currently trading at $266.79 during the time of writing. So Litecoin is accepted anywhere with Visa payment services. Asterix, comment down below and let me know what you think. Okay, article number three. Exclusive clubs called DAOs are popping up online. What's it all about? We are told these members-only groups are the beginnings of Web 3.0. Are they all hyped up to be? Well, I have seen the light, and I was not convinced. This month, I was invited to a party hosted by Friends with Benefits, an exclusive club of artists and investors who have access to a private chat room on Discord and parties in cities like Miami and New York. The image has a subversive sheen, techno DJs and venture capitalists in ripped designer jeans throwing secret raves. The club's manifesto describes a bright future for the ultimate cultural membership where prosperity is abundant and data and payments are fluid, just like gender. Friends with Benefits was founded in 2020 by Trevor McFried, who after bringing the VR pop star Lil Michaela into the world, had higher ambitions than animating a robot to make out with a Bella Hadid in an underwear commercial. Capital as a weapon is intriguing to me, said Mephredis in a YouTube speech. Having seen Occupy fail miserably while GameStop toppled a hedge fund in four days, he set his sights on creating a DAO. DAOs have in the past year been generating millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrencies on Ethereum managing to strike up upon a technological model uniquely primed to drive up the value of their assets. At its most basic DAO, which stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization, describes an online community that meets on a chat room server such as Discord. Decentralized insofar as administration puts community decisions up to a vote, which can be recorded and verified on the blockchain using unique smart contracts that everyone can see. Not everyone with DAO mints its own currency, but McFreedy's decided he wanted one. For his new DAO, Friends with Benefits, he established a native token called FWB, a publicly tradable coin minted on the Ethereum blockchain that rises or peters in value like stocks. Membership to the community would require purchasing 75 FWB. Before FWB began, McFeeders decided to mint only 1 million of FWB tokens so he could cap supply and hype demand. When I first heard about Friends with Benefits this year, membership was already valued at $350. Today, it's over $9,000. FWB's value soared into Anderson Horowitz invested 5 million and Lee Jin put in 10 million into the community. It's a bull market in the words of the white shirt who prices the artist out of Bohemia. One might question the very decentralization of a community's governance that both establishes community rules and regulates its own currency, as if the president and the Federal Reserve were combined. Most DAO evangelists will tell you that DAO allocate voting power on community decisions to their members. But FWB, like most DAOs, grants one vote per token instead of one vote per person. This is profoundly undemocratic, while FWB tokens are also granted to members whose comments on Discord receive the most in 
engagement, like gaining likes on Facebook. Any investor can buy up their share of votes at any moment with a click. The migraine inducing difficulty in understanding the technological intricacies of Dow is built into its propaganda. The ignorant skeptics should trust the experts in the room who truly know what's going on. They tell us that Dow is the beginnings of Web 3.0, pitched as the David against Goliath of Web 2.0, which wrought uh, monopolist platforms like Google, Facebook, and Amazon. FWB is rare in the world of DAOs because it professes cultural pretensions, but most other DAOs are simply devoted to trading assets. Flamingo and Pleaser DAO, for instance, were created to pool money for speculating on NFTs. The most photogenic aspect of FWB is that its executive professionals can mingle with artists on its Discord server. The Cafe of the Enlightenment philosophers accept you can have this without a native token like FWB. I happen to be a member of two collectively run servers. One is a community for critical analysis of art, tech, politics, and pop culture started by Berlin-based artists. And the other, started by a New York-based artist and internet researcher, is devoted to analyzing internet culture and politics. These communities charge an affordable monthly subscription, cheaper than a ban me in Bushwick. Here, capital is not used as a weapon but the discussion is lively. We talk about the racial bias of artificial intelligence, debate the role of the professional managerial class, share pictures of our outfits, anyone can join. None of this is particularly profitable. A lot of us are a tad offbeat in real life and spend too much time on the internet, but it's how I keep in touch with friends who don't live in the city. Yet elsewhere in cyberspace, we are told of a future with abundant prosperity on the blockchain, where capital is a weapon and the proletariat can pine for an invite to party with Diplo. My next paper is probably in praise of exclusivity. McFreedis said recently, and the findings will tell us as a simple truth, as old as it is new, that the future is bright for those who can afford it. So. What do you guys think about this exclusive clubs called DAOs are popping up online and what it's all about? Comment down below and let me know if you know about DAOs and what you think about it. All right. Uh, before we get into round two of the articles, just want to take the time to say thank you so much. Uh, please do what you can by sharing my channel, Dave's Daily Crypto Take, whether you're on the YouTube space or in the podcast space. Uh, again, if it's podcast, I'm on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And if you are in the YouTube space, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. So again, thank you so much for all your support. Okay, let's keep on going. Article number four, Taproot, Bitcoin's latest upgrade is now live. The Bitcoin network is in the news today after it just activated Taproot, one of its most significant updates since 2017. Its last update, Segregated Witness, also known as SegWit, was first integrated to address Bitcoin's scaling problem. It tweets, Woohoo, Bitcoin Taproot has activated. Thank you, Bitcoin developers, for years of hard work and the community for the support. You can donate sats to devs here. Exciting future ahead. Taproot is a soft fork to the Bitcoin network, one that will improve scripting capabilities and privacy. It also enables something called Merkleized Abstract Syntax Tree, MAST, according to Taproot Watch. 
Mask can help make smart contracts more efficient and private by only revealing the relevant parts of the contract when spending. The update will also add something known as Schnorr signatures, which essentially makes multi-signature transactions unreadable. According to Bitcoin miner Alejandro De La Torre, this activation comes on the back of a 90% lock-in consensus from miners and mining pools between block 709,488 and 709,632. Importance, while the previous SegWit upgrade was aimed at resolving transaction mailability while improving the scalability of the Bitcoin network, Taproot, for its part, targets three main improvements optimization, privacy, and smart contracts. On the question of optimization, key and signature aggregation will allow uh, for the aggregation of public keys and SIGs. For example, if an exchange sends 100 transactions to 100 people, now they can compress all 100 public keys into one key and all 100 signatures into one signature. Smart contract script has a 10 kilobyte size limit, which will be removed, allowing for vastly larger scripts, aka taproot contracts. It also removes the cap for opcodes, which allows for more flexibility in the future. This results in smarter contracts, DAOs, and more. The upgrade was set into motion only after attaining a 90% consensus among the Bitcoin mining nodes on 12th of June. Although the Bitcoin community agreed to lock in, the rollout itself didn't happen until November. The months-long delay was designed to give enough time for testing. This was expected to reduce the likelihood of something going wrong during the upgrade. The Bitcoin network was undergone numerous community-driven hard and soft forks. The present update, however, won't magically improve the network's capabilities and privacy overnight. It will take a little bit of time, but the benefits will be years out from now. Jimmy Song, a Bitcoin programmer and technical expert, opined the same in an interview with Natalie Brunel. Needless to say, proponent, uh, prominent crypto enthusiasts were quick to acknowledge this massive step. For instance, Anthony Pompliano tweeted, the Taproot upgrade for Bitcoin has officially activated. Congratulations and thank you to every developer, miner, and Bitcoiner who made this happen. Bitcoin's mass last major upgrade was a SegWit upgrade in August 2017. Bitcoin was priced at $4,000 at the time. It then went on to rally and went close to $20,000 in just four months. At press time, BTC has appreciated by around 2% over 24 hours, thanks perhaps in part to the aforementioned upgrade. So what do you guys think about this article? Taproot, Bitcoin's latest upgrade is now live. Comment down below and let me know what you think. Okay, ladies and gents, uh, let's take a look at our main topic today. Why you absolutely must invest in the metaverse. Since Mark Zuckerberg announced on October 28th that Facebook would now be known as Meta Platform or simply Meta, its share price has risen by more than 9%, which is more than double what the NASDAQ has done. If you don't know what the metaverse is, think of it as virtual world. There are many types of virtual worlds. Facebook wants to be the biggest one. Say what you will about Facebook's foray into the metaverse. They'll probably censor people in these new parallel universes. Zuckerberg's move into this space shows that within the big tech juggernauts, this guy is ahead of the curve. 
The current most popular ideas of the metaverse we have today could be described simply as a place that one can visit via smart glasses or VR headsets, where you can find yourself in a computer-generated world, some fake forest, or a beach somewhere, or your office. The possibilities are endless, says Guy Yapolinsky, chief organizer of the Bligus blockchain and NFT event in Gulf, the WOW Summit in the United Arab Emirates. Yapolinsky suspects the rest of the big tech will follow Zuck into the metaverse, as will Japanese gamers at Sony and Nintendo. Disney's going in. This is so obvious. Looks like the mouse wants to get in on the fun. Disney announces metaverse plans. So um, people are going to become addicted to these virtual worlds and all sorts of nefarious sad things will happen in them. I've seen Caprica. This doesn't end well for humanity. But if I am wrong, maybe I should put some money to work in the meta space. But I don't want to fork over $340 to own a single share of Facebook. There's got to be something better. And of course, there is. Blockchain platforms are sprouting up all over the place, designed to be the backbone of their own virtual world, where people play games or whatever, trade NFTs and cryptocurrency. It's a wonder they will ever get off the keyboard. The metaverse trend offers immense potential to revolutionize our lifestyles and communication, and we've seen its development accelerate post-pandemic. But the metaverse is still conceptual and the race has just started says Xing Xing Mao, aka Discus Fish, the CEO and co-founder of Kobo, a Beijing-based cryptocurrency asset manager and wallet. Any company building VR, AR technology like Magic Leap, HTC Vive, Varjo is a metaverse company, says Dimitri Bourdain, a project coordinator for Art Wallet, an NFT marketplace and storage solution. Any company doing psychedelic research or building biohacking or nootropics uh, products that alter your brain chemistry is a metaverse company. Any company merging these two worlds with digital assets is especially a metaverse company. Okay, that sounds terrifying. Companies like Facebook are investing in software and hardware to support metaverse virtual displays. The scalability of these virtual worlds have yet to go far on the blockchain outside of a few games or well-known platforms like Decentraland. I've never used it. It seems like The Sims. For games like this brings up a whole new segment of crypto for me. GameFi. Yes, I've heard of it. No, I don't invest in it. I think I should start poking around. This is definitely a corner of the metaverse worth checking out. If this is going to be a thing, how do we invest in the metaverse before the cyclons take over? Well, the best way to invest in crypto is the metaverse are by buying NFTs, says Mao, which everyone reading this knows to be non-fungible tokens. An NFT is usually graphic arts, audio, or video clips that give investors the chance to own a virtualized asset on the blockchain. Everyone has heard that Decentraland native token MANA hit all-time highs shortly after Facebook's announcement. This was a pure momentum trade, only the lucky got in on that one. Anyone that bought in on the hype has lost money since. It's already back down to $3.20 as of Saturday. Serious investors can buy the Grayscale Decentraland Trust as a metaverse play in that very same MANA token. Can you believe this is a thing now with Grayscale? It's up over a thousand percent since it launched in February, but there's a catch. You have to be an accredited investor.
which requires a $25,000 minimum investment. If you bought on day one of the fund's launch, you'd now have $275,000 as of this weekend. Does this make you sick? It makes me sick. So how can us plebs get in on the action? One thing that's noteworthy about crypto-based metaverse projects is that you can earn tangible resources and assets in the metaverse, which can be exchanged for other digital and real-world goods, says San Morales, Chief Operating Officer for Moyobu, a new game five project out of Spain. Wow, I didn't know Spain made things anymore. It's the intersection of gaming and finance. You've seen it already with several blockchain projects where it is possible to earn a living merely by playing games. Thinks Axie Infinity, for example. He says about the Vietnam-based blockchain game by Sky Mavis, where you can make money in NFTs, then sell them for fiat. We are creating parallel universes right now, people. Mayobu started as a community token in June 2021 and is just starting to work on making a game for the metaverse. They plan to roll out in stages on the blockchain, starting with a fairly simple trading card game and moving into a full-blown immersive role-playing game in the later stages. The token is available on Uniswap. The creation of metaverses will serve as a catalyst for the development of blockchain systems oriented towards decentralized governance, decentralized finance, and smart contracts in general thinks Roman Niskrasov, a serial IT entrepreneur from Russia and co-founder of the Encry Foundation. He has another way for investors to get into the metaverse just by the foundation builders. Think Ethereum, Polkadot, Solana, Cardano. He says, this is not only about blockchain systems for creating decentralized applications, but also about infrastructure building blockchain projects that are created for seamless transfers between blockchains. In my opinion, Polkadot is among those that are worth mentioning most. He says, Polkadot wants to solve a very important task to ensure interoperability among various blockchains within one platform. The seamless transfers among blockchains will become a necessity one day soon. I think over the next five years, Polkadot has a bright future. Mr. Discus Fish agrees. The first thing to do is to invest in the infrastructure of the metaverse platforms and ecosystems, he says. Typically, the token economy underlying the ecosystem are common investments. The second one is to invest in core NFTs assets on a particular metaverse platform. It could be something like gaming accessories or clothing for a virtual avatar. The third way is to invest in a social token. Because the social interaction in the metaverse may bring some so new social networking apps and create a fan's economy. So it'll be an integral part of the development of the metaverse, he said. Axie Infinity. Social tokens are a type of cryptocurrency that is built around a community, influencer, or brand. They can be part of a metaverse or have nothing to do with it. It's just another way to diversify your crypto portfolio so you're not just owning Bitcoin. Ethereum, and the classic alts like Filecoin and Litecoin. I'd buy AXS for its social aspect, says Yaplinski, who was ranked this year as one of the blockchain influencers to follow by Hacker Noon. What we see there in terms of their community development is insane. They've built multi-billion dollar player-controlled ecosystems into games now. The idea behind the gamification of entire token ecosystems brought Yapolinsky to make his own play to earn gaming guild, cgu.io. 
play to earn that metaverse is calling it says on their website with something like a pink flying pig crossed with a ram and a chicken on their homepage. You have their own token. CGU is the ticker. It trades at around $2 and change. Galpinski claims Crypto Gaming United now has 70,000 members in around 26 countries. In case you want to follow him on Insta, here he is. I'd rather invest in these than play them. These virtual worlds look like a total time suck. Check out the sandbox. This Minecraft looking game has its own token, sand. It started the year with worth 0.03 cents. It's now priced at $2.70. And there is something like $2 billion invested in this token. As the teens used to say back in 2018, I can't even start buying and developing virtual land and assets, says Joel Deitz, formerly with Art Wallet and a founding member of Ethereum. Get involved in a couple hundred times growth potential projects and spread your bets. Dites is behind the Meta Metaverse, a new platform for building metaverses. It started in late October. We just started issuing our own land sale after intense interest following Dubai Blockchain Week, he said via his press office. The event ended October 18. Cryptocurrency investors of today are likely to be the masters of the metaverse. The metaverse now has the potential to take the sims to a whole new level. We are truly creating parallel systems of existence that will change how we live, how we interact with people across the world, and how we do business. Meaning you can probably hire someone in the metaverse. So you got fired in the new dystopia for wrong thing? Create a parallel universe in the metaverse and earn a living that way. Oh, it'll happen. This is pre-Star Wars stuff going on here. Nigel Green, CEO and co-founder of wealth manager Devere Group, says Facebook will hire a reported 10,000 people in the European Union to develop Zuck's metaverse on its Horizon Worlds platform. Facebook's announcement once again underscores that the metaverse is not being seen by those in the known as an extension of the internet, but as its successor, says Green. As a side note, while this isn't exactly all due to metaverse, it is all due to crypto. Grayscale's total assets under management is now over $60 billion, which is bigger than the state streets. Gold ETF Gold, once the most hotly traded ETF around. Grayscale didn't start launching crypto ETFs until around 2017. The SPDR Gold Fund has been around since 2004. So what do you guys think about this article? Comment down below why you absolutely must invest in the metaverse. Comment down below. Let me know what you think. All right, let's take a look at the prices one last time before we head out. Today, we talked about Bitcoin, we talked about Litecoin, we talked about Taproot, and we also talked about Metaverse. So we got at uh, BTC number one, $65,734. Ethereum at $4,698. Finance coin, $653. Tether, $1. Solana, $241. Cardano, $2.06. XRP, $1.21. Polkadot, $46. Dogecoin, $0.26. And last but not least, USD coin, $1. All right. So thank you so much for everyone that's been uh, making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Do what you guys can by helping me out and supporting me by sharing, liking, and also commenting down below. 
if you are in the podcast space, please take a look at the Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast and leave a review and rating. It does help me out greatly. Other than that, uh, have a great crypto day and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.